Alright, welcome back everybody to another episode of Casual Sports Fans. We only missed one week this time and we are back with our weekly sports review. Not a lot is going on. The MLB is locked up. There's a bunch of COVID in the NFL and the NBA. Jackson Mahomes doing regrettable things. As always, Ben Gutowski, Andrew Bartle, Evan Berger. And without further ado, let's roll the intro. So we're back. Um, we haven't really missed that much. Um, so hats off to us. Let's pat ourselves on the back a little bit. Um, the only real things we missed were the past two NFL weeks. Yeah. Past yeah. two NFL weeks. Um, the MLB went into a lockout. There was a couple moves in free agency. Corey Seager to the Rangers, stuff like that. We're not going to talk about to the Tiger. We're not going to talk about that all too much. As a Cubs fan, I actually enjoy that. <laughs> I just don't even want the dilemma of like, oh, do we sign Javi or not? It's just, nope, decision made for us. We don't have to deal with him. I, in some moments, he was my favorite player, but then 95% of the time, he just cost us the game. So... I'm not upset about that, and I think Evan probably agrees. I mean, yeah, I feel like I kind of have to agree. Yeah. Uh, he owns Milwaukee, so I'm happy he's gone. Um, but let, let, let's start with the NFL, I think. What did we really miss last week? Any, like, huge headlines? I, Travis Kelsey just had a huge touchdown to walk it off. Week what? Week are we in 14 now? Um, We're in week 15. It's crazy we're here, but we are here. Um, I think one of the um, best games of this week was Rams-Cardinals. Um, an overall crazy game, that onside kick at the end. Um, I think Stafford played great. So I think that game may have the most playoff implications. Obviously, the Packers and Buccaneers are now fighting for the top spot with the Packers in the top spot. And this just shows the top teams in the NFC. They're all really close, and they're all really good. I think this team, this game kind of showed that even more. I agree, man. I mean, I don't know. We're just looking at the NFC, and I really just don't. I'm, I'm out on the Cardinals. I'm gonna say it right now. I'm out. On you were out on the Chiefs too, though. We I'm can out. talk about that later. But and like, like when you say I, out, you mean like out, I mean out. out. Like I'm not giving them a single shot to win a Super Bowl. I might not even pick the Cardinals to go to a conference championship game. That is how out I am on the Cardinals. I don't know. Like, just. Yeah, they beat the Rams, but the Rams aren't that good either. It's just, it's we're really starting to feel the kind of separation. It feels like it's the Packers, the Buccaneers, and then it's everybody else in the NFC, no matter what the records are really saying. And I'm out on the Cardinals, man. I'm out on them. Um, they lost to the Rams. They lost to Green Bay. What? Did it have, who was their third loss? What was their third loss? It was with Colt McCoy playing quarterback, wasn't it, though? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, um, oh, it was against the um, Panthers, but that was obviously... I mean, now with when Cam Newton had the I'm back game. Well, on the bench. I'm I'm just, I'm out on them. Um, I don't think, I don't think they're going to go to a conference championship game. And I think we're setting ourselves up for a Packers Buccaneers rematch. And I think the true result of that game is going to be on home field advantage. And I know I said that last year, but I just, I, I firmly believe it now. I firmly, it's just going to come down these last four weeks, and I'm really excited to possibly see that game again. Meanwhile, just 
honestly, who cares about the AFC, dude? Like, the Chiefs are winning, but they're winning ugly. Like, Mahomes isn't really even playing that well, but, like, somehow he's still having big games. The defense is still going absolutely crazy. It looks like the Chiefs just clinched the AFC West with that win over the Chargers, right? Like, pretty much. Pretty much. But in, in terms of the AFC in general, the Patriots are actually really good. The Colts are good. I mean, they don't have it locked down that they're going to go to a Super Bowl even, even I, though I I'd mean, say they're probably the favorites at this point. Yeah, I, don't think it's I the, honestly might yeah. take the Patriots over them because Belichick versus Mahomes. Belichick don't lose that. Belichick don't lose that. I mean, I'm going to have to disagree there. Um, I, I do think the Chiefs have to. I mean, you did say they might be favorite. I think they are for sure the favorite. Um, this is a good Patriots team. They've got great defense. Obviously, Belichick is a great coach, but is a first-year quarterback. We can't forget that. He's played in big games and has won big games, but that was college. This is the NFL. Once it gets down to it, if it gets to an um, AFC championship game, I can't really see the Patriots playing out against the Chiefs, but who knows? I mean, it's a well, playoff. Mahomes has NFL. been playing bad this year. I just want to be clear. He has been playing bad this it, year, it's just and Belichick playing, is, is the greatest defensive mind ever. Keep so, in mind, Patrick Mahomes has never played a playoff game on the road, ever. So imagine if Patriots get like home field advantage and they I have to come into and look, Gillette man, Stadium. I think like, look, I maybe I sold out a little too early on the Chiefs. They're playing great ball right now, and that defense is playing really good. So to that extent, my bad. I'm sorry, Andy Reid. I'm sorry, Patrick Mahomes. Um, but at the same time. It just doesn't quite feel like the Chiefs yet, does it? I mean, no. they've won it seven straight. It just doesn't quite against feel who? like it's there. Against well, they, you, they you have Green the Chargers. With oh, okay. Love. They, they beat Green Bay they beat with the, Jordan Love. They beat so the Cowboys, count but like that. Yeah, that Cowboys game. It's just like the defense, the, is are... the defense is playing really well, and they've beaten a couple decent teams. I wouldn't call them Super Bowl contending teams to any stretch of the imagination. But yeah, the, well, the Cowboys are, even the top five in the NFC. Like, come on, say, let's be real. I don't know. Are I they number know. five? Wow. It's like the Chiefs haven't beat anyone. Yeah, but, like, they're beating teams that are, like, good. And they are. You can't, they're beating like, they're, teams they're, that they're, they're supposed to but beat. But they're 10-4. and four. Like, you can't they're fault a team teams for being 10-4 and four and winning seven straight. teams that are great yet, but they also haven't really played any teams that are great yet. So, it's... it's That's fair, but they're barely beating the teams that they're supposed to beat. That's but my the point. Char- I mean, I think beating a Chargers the any way you do it, the way the Chargers have been this year. Chargers have been the entire season. Let's be real. They've been so inconsistent. I do agree that the Chargers have been kind of So inconsistent. But I also... By Baltimore. The, the, Chief, the Chiefs are playing good football right now. And I think if they continue to play this well, then... If they play better, if they continue on the current trend of improving, then I'll believe it. But if they just play it as they're playing at this exact minuscule moment, no. You, you So you say that you don't think they'll make it to the Super Bowl? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I think I may take the Patriots, especially if it's okay. in Gillette over them. Yeah, but that. <laughs> but I think like it goes that, down to rookie are you quarterback. Trusting a rookie in the playoffs? Like I don't remember. I mean, other than maybe I mean, Mahomes. Tom Brady was a rookie in the playoffs and he won the Super Bowl. So what's your point? I don't Belichick think Belichick does weird things. I don't think Matt Jones is Tom Brady though. You I'm can say whatever he's you want. Win the Super Bowl. I'm just saying the AFC is literally terrible. The AFC is terrible. I can't argue. Yeah, that, it's but. just it's gonna be real interesting as we get, as we get down the stretch here with who's gonna pull away, who's gonna possibly win that. Um, win that conference and then obviously the playoffs are going to be its own animal but the Chiefs also do have like a lot of playoff experience so you know we're just we're just going to have to wait and see as far as stuff like that goes in some kind of non-related sports news because once again we really haven't missed <laughs> that much Jackson Mahomes got absolutely owned 
by a small bar in Kansas City. I forget what the exact name is. I want to say Can't they're called like Tapped or something. But here's how the story goes. Jackson Holmes was trying to get a party of like 25 plus people into this bar that could not seat all of them. Like it physically couldn't seat all of them. So when they told him, no, we can't seat you, he hops on Twitter and he starts talking crap about this bar on Twitter. And the bar absolutely clapped back. They were like, hold on, let me, see, let me see if I can pull this up. Um, they tweeted or like posted on Instagram about him being entitled and all this crazy, crazy stuff that, that it got to a point that it was so bad that Jackson Holmes deleted his tweets and his like shaming of this bar. Hold on, I think, I think I've got it right here. here here's what this bar responded with. Dear Jackson Mahomes, we're sorry that we set boundaries that you tried to ignore. Oftentimes, people with unearned status and a sense of entitlement think that they are above the rules and will lash out at the employees enforcing them. <laughs> we are sorry we could not seat your very large group. As you probably saw, our bar is very small. We are sorry that you have the reach that you do, or at least that you think you do, and then instead of using it for something positive, you decide to use it to try and crush small businesses. We survived a global pandemic. We will survive your ego. <laughs> oh, jeez. We are sorry that you didn't reach out to us first before taking to social media. But then again, that is an expectation we would have from a mature and rational person. Not someone who pours water on fans and dances on memorials of tragically lost people for TikTok clout. We have not been fortunate enough to be born into a much more talented and much more famous family. But we would like to think that if we did have that much luck, we would use our influence in more responsible, positive ways. We hope our apology finds you well. I think that's the nicest and mature way to end a guy's career. Dude, Just murder a man. What that's the hell? That's so bad. I mean, not bad. Like, that's awesome. Especially just fuck Jackson Holmes, man. Like, he's so annoying and he does all of these, like, regrettable things. And it's, I'm at a point where, like, he has to know, right? Has to know what? He has to know he's an idiot. Like, a lot of this has to be somewhat intentional. I mean, I think he's all... I mean, like, so, like to a certain level, he always has known. It, it feels like he's at a point where he's like, all attention is good attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just... Screw Jackson, screw Jackson Mahomes. Um, in other news, Kyrie Irving is returning to the Brooklyn Nets well, to play away games. Maybe returning once he gets back from... COVID stuff. He was not even 12 hours. This announcement had not was not 12 hours. He just walked out of the airport and got COVID. And he is now going through COVID protocols. And but there's a lot of stuff going on with um with with COVID and sports right now. Obviously Baker Mayfield had some choice words for the NFL. Um I mean, I don't think we have to get super super political as far as like vaccination stuff goes. But um you know it is, it is what it is, and there's definitely a very large culture of anti-vaxxers in the NFL who are not very happy about them having to get random tested, even if they've received the vaccine. So, that's that's really the majority of the sports. Games teams. might get, like, canceled. They've, gotten, like, um, they've gotten postponed delayed. and delayed to Monday, Fancy to Tuesday. Football playoffs about to Tuesday, Tuesday night games at the same time. I don't know why they do that, but I guess I'm waiting till Tuesday to see how much Stafford puts up, but... 
I guess this is kind of like the reality we're living in, with, living in with the NFL. Some teams, like the Browns at this point, have like half the roster out. It's, it's pretty crazy at this point. Yeah, and who knows when it's going to get better. But, I mean, that's <laughs> – are we missing much <laughs> for the sports? I mean, no, no. Oh, the college football playoff came out. We can talk about that a little bit. That came out since we've been gone. Um College football playoff. So, obviously, Bama beat Georgia. So it's something yeah, we didn't really see coming, but, I mean, I, I guess, saw that coming. I guess it's kind of cool that it happened. So, Bama, <laughs> Bama is going to be the one at 12-1. and one. Michigan is the two, also at 12-1. and one. Georgia is the three, also at 12-1. And, and Cincinnati is the four at 13-0. No. How are we feeling about this? Because, <laughs> like I said before, it it feels like the the NCAA is going to do everything they possibly can to get a Georgia Bama championship. Wait, so first matchup is first Alabama. matchup is Bama, Bama Cincy. Here's what's going to happen. It's going to be Bama, and it's going to be Michigan. I and hope Bama's right. going to win. I hope that's you're how right. it's going to happen. I hope you're right because it would be cool to see that, like the class of the Big Ten against the class of the SEC. But at the same time. Like, ugh. Cincinnati goes 13. Like, man. And then they play Alabama. (laughs) They're going to get crushed. I'm going to regret this. I think Cincy has a good shot to win. Um, I don't know why I'm saying hey ben, this. We need to remember to actually go back and oh, make Evan go back. eat his words. I don't know. Oh, you're going to make me eat my words. I, I the, one, they win. the one thing is, if this is not because I think the Cincy is the greatest team of all time. You That's can say exactly whatever that believe. I just think. You saw good things about Alabama in that Georgia game, but if you looked at the other games, I'll keep bringing up that Auburn game. Maybe it's because I watched and I'm like, this team sucks. Watching the beginning of that Auburn game, Alabama was not putting up points. Watching them in the Texas A&M game, they have not been overall that great against not great opponents. Which because of that, so, I mean, saying they're gonna blow. Cincinnati's good. Cincinnati's again, exactly. Cincinnati's a good team, so maybe they'll play up to Cincinnati. But I don't think it's a guarantee here. And if Cincinnati can get through that first game, I mean, I think all four of these teams are very flawed. I think every team in college football this year is very flawed. And there has been lots of upsets. I don't think people will see this one coming. I think Cincinnati is a shot. You can write that down. You can go whatever. I think I'm probably eating my words once Alabama wins it all. But I think since he can do it, I think people are counting them out. I think that's I it. I hope you're right, man. I, I mean, just... Raiders are sorry. It would, it would be cool to see something like that happen. But at the same time, I just feel... <laughs> I just feel like this could be, like, the real beginning of the end for, like, a lot of fans who are not down south um, who are into college football. Because here, realistically, realistically speaking, if you if I was a betting man, which I'm not, I'm too broke to be a betting man, this is what I would bet on happening, is that Alabama absolutely punks Cincinnati by 25-plus points. That's fair. I hope Cincinnati wins, and I honestly don't know enough to, like, really put a true prediction on a game. But that's what probably can happen in a game like that. Then Georgia beats Michigan also comfortably, 15-plus. Michigan can't score, like, the entire game. And the game would be, like, 21-3 to or something like that, right? And then we have Ben, and then... And then obviously we have Bama Georgia in a championship. Whatever happens there, who the hell cares? No, no one wants like no no one from the Midwest wants to see that. And then from there on, it, the NCAA goes, "Oh look, we tried. We tried to put Michigan and Cincinnati in this college football playoff thing. You're not Ohio State. You can't win a game. And as far as Cincinnati goes, Cincinnati's not even in a conference. We can't put them in. And then all of a sudden, three more than three quarters, probably like." nine-tenths of schools 
who are D1 college football schools are screwed. And I just really hope that's not the case, but just knowing the NCAA, that feels like exactly what's going to happen. And, like, there will probably be, like, let's say Cincinnati does play it close. There will be some, like, heart-wrenching, god-awful call that, like, just pries the game from their hands. So, I just don't know. I just, it's college football, man. Who cares? Honestly, who cares? But with that said, you. continuing to talk about college football, let's talk about what Deion Sanders <laughs> just did. Legendary. To his alma mater, Florida State. What was the guy's name? Like, the recruit's name. All I know, he was he was either one or two in the country. Um, obviously, solidified top two, top two in the country. Place at him at one, place him at two. Committed to Florida, committed, committed to Florida, to Florida State, State, which is where Deion Sanders went to college. Yeah. On signing day, flips his commitment to Jackson State to play with Deion Sanders, and this to play is, with Deion Sanders as the as coach. his coach. Yeah, yes. yeah. Just want to be clear, and he's a defensive back, so like that makes sense. But then there's rumors. I have no idea if these rumors are true or not. But just for the sake for the sake of some fun, we can talk about this being true. There's rumors of a seven-figure barstool contract being signed by this kid to flip his commitment to Jackson State in NIL money. Listen, besides the possible seven-figure contract, I think he made an excellent choice. One, I think it brings a lot of attention and money towards towards HBCUs. It also, he's going to get a ton of advertising money now. I feel like it, even if he doesn't get a seven-figure contract from Barstool, he's going to get so much money out of you know his likeness. And truly, Deion Sanders is the greatest cornerback of all time in NFL history. Not even close. Could argue he's the best player. Yeah, you could literally argue he's the best player. You could argue that he's one of the greatest athletes ever, you know, playing baseball as well. But the fact that you get him as your coach and you get pretty much his undivided attention to become the best possible player ever. And also at FSU, I mean, you'd be a great player. You'd be a good recruit. You know, maybe if you played well, you'll be like a first round pick or something. But I feel like you really now have a chance to shine and you really have a chance to show off your talents and show who you really are as a player. And I think that could really boost his draft stock as well. All I think it does is it gives him money through contracts. It boosts his draft stock. And he's going to be a much better player overall for being coached by Deion Sanders. People are like, oh, man, this is just a bad move. It's like all political or it's all for money. No, it's just a good move for him. I want to agree with you, but here's what I will say. Jackson State doesn't play anywhere near the competition that Florida State will play. That's fair. So... Another thing that could happen if he goes and he doesn't like it, we like, and I love that college football is turning into this because it's an organization that has taken advantage of these kids for so long. If he doesn't like it, he can literally transfer and be like, oh, whatever town offers me the most in NIL, that's where I'm going to go play. Evanston, Illinois offers me $20 million in NIL. I'm playing at Northwestern for a season today. You can just do it again. You can do it again and again and again. I think, I don't know. I just think that's so cool because there's not a limit on how many times you can transfer. Literally transfer every year if you want. So I'm not saying it's going to happen because I think a lot of college football just comes from like true passion and love for the game. And it's not necessarily a business for a lot of these kids. Like, yeah, you may pick up 50. It's not a business for a lot of these kids because they can't make money. Because they can't make money. You can now, but you can pick up. I know, but that's why it hasn't been regarded as a game. You know what I mean? Like, we could be looking at some type of college football free agency. 
But Imagine that. <laughs> another, another thing with that, though, is with the money, um, I feel like it could also give the top teams more power. You talk about the top it teams. Also absolutely we were talking about that Alabama, Georgia, those top SEC teams. They're likely going to be making the most money. They could be signing the most money. So I think it could create problems when it comes to the actual, just like, you'll come to our school, we'll I give mean, you there's so problem, much there's money. There's problems already, though. But I think, obviously, on the advertising front, great. On the Barstool front, I guess it's insane that he's getting seven figures, but great, good on you. He can pay for whatever he needs. But um, I slightly worry on the, like, come to our school, we'll give you X amount of money that could create even more. I mean, or less parity. At the end of the day, though, who cares, man? It's already it's already okay. bad. Like, why? Yeah, right. Why do some incredible athletes choose not to go to Alabama or to Clemson or to Georgia because they want to see playing time? They want to improve. They want to get on the field. They want well, to showcase their talents. Mm-hmm. The other, the other thing. I, yeah, they'll say, they'll yeah. get like top recruits, yeah. but like past that. Schools are still going to be getting incredible athletes because they want to actually play the game and not exactly. sit on the bench. Like, Joe Burrow would have been a third-string quarterback at Alabama. That yeah. was where he transferred after Ohio State. And he ended up being the number one pick in the NFL draft. So, like, obviously, like, some schools can get it wrong. But, I mean, it's just – it's cool to see stuff like this finally happening in college football because the NCAA sucks, right? But – there's two more things we can talk about in college football. There was a couple of huge coach transfers, most notably being Lincoln Riley transferring from Oklahoma Kelly. to USC. Brian Kelly transferring from Notre Dame to LSU. I mean, cool. <laughs> Dope. That, Dope. Vi- that video was not cool. Did yeah. I see that? Yeah. <laughs> Something else? <laughs> well... It's 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 college football. I mean, that's all that's all there really is. Really, not a lot is happening. We, I'm really proud of us. We didn't miss that much. Yeah, we really truly didn't. Steph Curry broke the three point record. We want to talk about that. Um, mm. Here's here's what we can talk about. Steph Curry, where does he rank all time amongst point guards? Number one. I mean, maybe I'm just saying it because I've watched him play, and it's hard to compare him to someone of the likes. I mean, it's it's him and Magic top two. If you have it any differently. You're wrong. I mean, you can make a case for either of them one, two. But I do think what you've seen from Steph Curry, the way he has changed the game, I mean, the game has completely shifted become of him. He's had his unanimous MVP. He has his two MVPs. He has his, whatever you say, he has his championships. I love how people bring up, like, finals MVPs. I don't really care. I mean, you can bring that up all you want. I still think he broke that three-point record. You see what he's doing this year. He could win another MVP. I think he maybe should win another MVP this year. That could solidify him at number one, but I think right now he... I think by the end of the season, he will for sure be number one. Right now, I have him there, but you could argue either way. I haven't seen enough of Magic Johnson play, and that's where I'm going to recognize my bias. Of It's like I was watching the first half of the Warriors-Celtics game yesterday where Curry was throwing up balls from 10 feet behind the three-point line and hitting them effortlessly, and, you know, Magic can't do that. But there are also things that Magic was just so incredible at. The way his stature, who is that stature and size and plays point guard that effortlessly and is able to deliver the ball that well. It's so hard to say, but I think I'm going to have to lean towards Curry, but it's definitely recency bias. Here's here's what I'll say. They're easily one and two, and you can have either in each place, and you won't really Mm -hmm. get that much of an argument out of me. The reason that I'm going to keep Magic Johnson at one is because Magic Johnson won five championships. So that in itself is more than Steph Curry won. What is Curry have three? Curry has three. Two of those. Super teams, yeah, I get Game it. with 
the like the best team to possibly. But like, you could you could heavily argue that NBA like, history, and yeah, he's a huge pivotal part of that team. But like, if Kevin Durant doesn't go. If Kevin Durant doesn't go, then maybe maybe they still win both. It's not even. Out I mean, of the they're seventy-two and t- ten. What was it? It's not Whatever even out of the question that they still win both, but it is a question if they win both. Like it's also it's also not it's not also. I mean, not you got ma- Magic. Magic had some pretty nice team with the Lakers too. Imagine I mean, if imagine if KD still no, KC. I'm not. I'm not. Westbrook. I'm not. Gonna, just I'm not taking that argument. Seven games. Magic had some really nice teams around it. It wasn't like Magic was backpacking and those. What, those Lakers teams were great. Here's what. Here's well. what else I will say. You, I don't think you can make that argument. Didn't for either Magic player. have Kareem with he, him? He, he Magic had a bunch of Kareem. But here's here's what here's the top score in NBA history. Here's what else I will say. Here's what else I will say. When Kareem got hurt in rookie Magic Johnson, his first ever season, his first ever time in the playoffs, his first time in the finals, Magic Johnson put up 50 points. <laughs> and what? When he was playing center. He was playing center for them. And he still, like, and I guess, like, oh, he's playing center, the game doesn't count, whatever. So he has more rings. The teams are comparable. Obviously, all of the teams that Magic was on were were so great, and they're both like kind of the showtimes of their era. But I also think Magic has more has more rings and he's won more Finals MVPs. And I think for that for those for those reasons, I would have to go with Magic Johnson. If Curry wins another one, if Curry if the Warriors win this year and Curry wins MVP, then absolutely, then then I could absolutely lean Curry. Curry is the greatest shooter of all time. He's a top ten player of all time. The problem is, I don't think he's a top. He's the best point guard of all time because the guy ahead of him is like a top five NBA player of all time in any way, shape, or form. So I don't know. Um, I think he's a great choice for number one. You won't get that much of an argument out of me about it, but um, that's that's how I feel about the whole Curry Magic situation. Do we, do we have anything else? All right, well, um, shorter episode today, I think, but we're going to record some more stuff after this. We, we have a couple ideas, so make sure that our two listeners go check those out after. Um, it's going to be us arguing about quarterbacks, so it's like premier-level content right there. Um, check up on your neighbors. Be kind to people. This is Ben Evan Andrew from Casual Sports Fans signing out. Let's roll the outro.